0: You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchistan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool. Used the world over where people can come together to picture bad movies and share pornography. an argument According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside
1: down in a junior high toilet around
0: the clock. This is... I'm a big bad have good one. Talk is in, talk is out. Never miss communication. The
1: whole up. It's over 9,000. My name is Foxy. Before John, wake up. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right, everybody. Welcome to Phoenix on Two Point Five FM. You're going to get the show twice uh, because it's our Nerd to no media wrestling rewind crossover show with myself and Martin Herity. Her name's Martin.
0: How she see gas
1: uh, what was it uh, Fierce and Rambunctious Fierce and Rambunctious uh, Fierce and Rambunctious there we go <laughs> I'm uh, going to make this a thing it's going to be a thing I love it but yeah but it is the Christmas season uh, again like we didn't get to do a show for Near to No Media uh, this week we're going to record it tomorrow so if you're listening to this on, on Saturday it's timey-wimey you're, you're getting the show anyway so that's what's happening and it is appropriate because this is the only show we're going to get to do before Christmas well not us we're going to be able to do a show but for the listeners because uh, Christmas what is uh, is Saturday so there might be a Christmas show on Saturday but we wanted to kind of pop this out as kind of like a primer for Christmas week um, it's very very cool our Halloween special Martin went down really really well so uh, I wanted to kind of share the love and it's, sh- it's shame Dave isn't here he might be here it could be a Christmas
0: miracle Penny, yeah, we, but, uh, uh, like just just when we think we're in peril, he'll come swooping down the swooping chimney.
1: In. I'm telling you, it's just like, what? Th- that should be like a Christmas special where like Dave shows up with all the presents at the end or whatever. Um, I, t- I don't know why, but
0: for some reason I see him in like long green and white striped stockings.
1: It's scary. That's exactly the way I saw him too. <laughs> <It's> a- <laughs>
0: But um, yeah, even man, before we started talking about Christmas, that's just oh, how just I see it.
1: That's just how he is. No, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. He's not here to defend himself either. So it is canon. But uh, folks, if this is your first time listening to uh, this version of uh, Nerd to Know Media, this is a show called The Wrestling Rewind. We do it every Friday night. And of course, you can check it out on um and loads of different places, the True Penny Channel, et cetera, et cetera. And here on Phoenix thirty two point five FM at 8 p.m. on a Tuesday Usually we talk about WCW, WWE, not current WWE, AEW, ECW, whatever. Uh, but today, we're going to talk about wrestling or Christmas movies starring wrestling figures and also wrestling stars. So either people involved in wrestling or who are actually wrestlers. Two in particular. So, Martin, before we get into it. So, yeah. So let's set the scene here, uh Martin. So there are so many wrestling movies, or sorry, movies that. Well, there are loads of wrestling movies as well now, but loads of Christmas movies that star wrestlers, and these range from terrible to really terrible to <laughs> hilariously terrible. And we're, we we kind of picked two. Uh,
0: I think I think we we delicately balanced both ends of the spectrum here. I believe so.
1: I I, I really enjoyed our pick. I'm not gonna lie to you. And they yeah. were both actually for free on Amazon Prime.
0: Mad, uh, one of them, uh, Santa with muscles, the not fun, terrible one is actually even on YouTube in its entirety.
1: Oh, wow. So there you go, guys. Christmas presents all around.
0: <laughs> so you've let the cat out of the hat there. Uh, for the first, oh, sorry.
1: But of course, i being Santa's with muscles. Uh, and what's the other one, uh, Martin?
0: It's Santa's Slay, S-L-A-Y.
1: Yes, and we are going to get into both in excruciating detail um, (laughs) because they're just so fun. And again, uh, it's the perfect time to really talk about them. But before we do that, we are going to keep things a little bit current uh, for the moment. And Martin, uh, we have some news. So the first news is obviously AEW and then there's some WWE as well. So take it away.
0: Yeah, yeah. We just very briefly, because obviously we want to keep it seasonal and stick to the movies. But, um, so the first big thing was uh hangman Adam Page had his first title defense against uh, Brian Danielson at winter is coming an unbelievable match. Two of them battered each other to a sixty minute draw mm. um which doesn't sound great, <laughs> sounds like you've invested an hour and got nothing out of it, but it was done so incredibly well uh it just flew by and like. I'm saying that as someone who... I mean, you know my all-time favourite wrestler is Bret Hart. And even I find the Iron Man match a bit of a slog sometimes.
1: Mm, sometimes, you know? yeah. It depends what... Iron Man matches are... Like, There's a difference between an Iron Man match and... Uh, what did they call it going Broadway?
0: Yeah. Yeah. because yeah, yeah, I suppose because kind of an Iron Man match, you know you can just kind of clock out till the, yeah, last, 10, the last ten fifteen 10, minutes. 15 minutes. 10-15 minutes, yeah. But um, no, this was phenomenal match they paced it so well it feels I'm sure if I went back and watched it again it's um, it's much more staggered or maybe slowly builds but watching it live for the first time it felt like they went balls to the wall from the start to the finish uh, a terrific ending um, and it really answered I thought any questions that people had you know Hangman obviously uh, had that baby face problem where it's all in the chase and mm. then once they get the title, it's yeah, it's maybe not as good as the chase was. But now nah, this has once again, AEW have completely flipped Everton over in, in one episode.
1: Brilliant. Uh, one thing as well, I was um, expecting or well, I was the only one actually, there was someone who pretty much staked his entire YouTube career on that. Um, Ray White was going to show up, but winter is coming. <laughs> <laughs> and well, then, uh, yeah, I'm just like, oh well, okay. You've just kind of undone your entire cre- credibility there. So, but I don't yeah. know
0: what, what I mean because it was Brody Lee's uh, birthday, or no?
1: Apparently, there there are some promos that like uh, with Tundum is coming, and I was just like, that's nah, a bit of a push, all right. But yeah. I don't know, like his, his, his um, I, this is the thing about fancy book and This way we don't do it um, because it's it is fun, but then when you start. Believing, you know, believing it, and and you leave reality. It's yeah. a bit dangerous. But um, yeah. look, I, I don't nothing know.
0: satisfies you if it's not exactly what you yeah hoped. You know,
1: exactly, exactly. Like you know, we talked a little bit about the new Spider Man movie, and I did kind of um, I've seen it. I'm gonna go see it again um for reasons. But uh, <laughs> which, if you follow my Twitter, which you should at the RWV, you'll see why. Uh, <laughs>
0: It's
1: a roller coaster. Oh, I, I cover it in immense detail. Um, but yeah, no, it's basically like I stayed away from a lot of the, the the speculation and spoilers for that. Now, I knew, kind of knew what was going to happen. And then when it happened, you were satisfied. But you were more satisfied because you just let the story kind of fold out. I'm kind of doing the same thing with The Matrix where I'm like, I don't yeah. know what this, you know, I want to kind of just. Because there is one thing about being invested, but then when you're invested too much, you build up something in your head too much. And then it's when it's not like that you're a little bit disappointed or when it's something well, different you're angry you know
0: i'm pretty confident that the matrix reboot or sequel or whatever they're calling it is going to be pretty good because yeah, sure. if um if keanu reeves can make the reboot of bill and ted bloody watchable like he can do anything like uh, he can I, certainly make the matrix good
1: god keanu reeves is the best like i'm i'm uh, you know what right so funny and true story i actually dedicated my second thesis to keanu reeves for some reason, I thought you were going to say child. No, well, I haven't got a child yet. When <laughs> I, I do, know. I might just call them Keanu, even if they're a yeah. girl. <laughs> just, Two like of them, just, Keanu just, and Reeves. Yeah, just, just struggle, just deal with it. You're fine. Um, actually, there's a really funny YouTuber called The Spiffing Brit and um, he's hilarious. Well, he breaks games and he has like a whole series on Rihanna. Rihanna, what's it? Rihanna Keeves, where it's like that's a <laughs> character. And he's, <laughs> and he's gone through Skyrim, breaking it and stuff. It's it's really good. Um, I would s- seriously check out uh, the, the spiffing brick guys if you ha- if you're on YouTube. It's he's a lot of fun. Um, anyway, so yes, fair play to AEW for doing that. But you know, True, I, look, yeah. nobody wants to see the fiend Bray Wyatt or Barry with on or whatever as more as more you know as as much as I do. I really do. But I'm like. I, I said this before I'm gonna say it again. I don't think he's fit on AEW. I,
0: I'm I'm hundred percent with you. Um, I'm I'm maybe not as high on him as you are, uh, but I, I agree that the main reason I don't want to see him is just because I, I don't think uh, can wrestle. He fits. well. It's yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, he's better than better than I was. Uh, oh uh, well, look, but, I mean, uh, but yeah, but
1: I mean, what I mean is like, I'm sorry, that's that's very disrespectful. What I mean is like. He's not a workhorse guy. You know, He's not going to go yeah. and have a five-star match with like Jungle
0: Boy. It's you know, not going to happen. And Tony Khan dipped his toe into the paranormal stuff with um, Broken Matt Hardy. He did it one time and, and instantly it. regretted it. And but
1: see, but see, I think Impact has that kind of pool. And I've said it before, I'm not going to repeat myself, but I mean like, you know, you can do... Like, I do believe... Uh, again, because like Bray Wyatt was making four million a year according to the Observer, right? Whoa. Yeah, that was his contract. So he is making more than enough money, and it kind of ties into Ke- to Kevin Owens with Chocman a second. He probably has more than enough money, so he doesn't really need to wrestle, and I've had reports that he doesn't really want to, but if he did, you know, they could build an entire company or they could build impact around him and he could just oh, yeah. do all that weird stuff that he wants to do, and then you could bring in other people and he, I think it would be a draw, but bringing him an AEW again, like, listen, and this is for the AW fans that just really want it. Think about what that, that would be. Where would he go? What would he do? It's, yeah. it's just it's, not a right fit.
0: It's the same uh, kind of internal struggle I have with uh Danhausen. I mm. love the character of Danhausen. I think he's awesome. Uh, and he's always like uh, tweeting the AEW guys and winding them up. I, I'd like to see him maybe come on to do a, a TNT challenge or as a surprise one-off thing, but I just don't think he'd fit as a character see, on the it, show.
1: It's the, it's the WCW stuff again. And what I'd say is, listen AEW fans that want that kind of stuff. Go back and we'll watch Dungeon of Doom. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Real bad, actually. Uh, and it's just because when you have a workhorse central company, the sports entertainment stuff can only fly so far and you can't push that barrier like WWE gets away with it because it is not real. wrestling has always come second in WWE particularly in the attitude era which on this show we do talk about um, a lot actually um, wrestling's always been separate uh, second you know like yeah. Undertaker uh, Undertaker and Mankind we're not watching that for my classics no. <laughs> you know untaker Kane, boiler room bro <laughs> yeah you weren't watching that for a mass classic either you're watching for spooky scary things and massive kind oh, of
0: a dragon sleeper <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man I don't think Mick Foley could ever do a dragon sleeper um, but yeah and that's no disrespect to to the lads like obviously that was what they were doing but like in WCW when they tried to do the same thing and remember they had a much higher work rate guys in the, in, in that company even in 1998, which we've talked about, 1996. Oh yeah. Um, it's, it just didn't fit. Like the NWO was a perfect slot in because that was kind of just an, an, an extension of who they were. Kevin Ash being a, being you know, not a nice guy. And Scott Hall also being not a nice guy and Hulk Hogan really not being a nice guy. Um, you know, <laughs> it was just kind of, they were just being themselves. Right. Would, but slightly turned up a bit. So I would say, look, AEW fans, chill a little bit and maybe harass impact. To, to get free. Actually, don't harass anybody, but you know what I mean. Like just no, yeah. Hope definitely. hope hope they get those stay go. off Twitter. Yeah, no, Twitter is the worst thing in the world. Unless you want to follow me, which is fine, but like you're just going to hear me moan about my cinema experience <laughs> for the next while. <laughs> but anyway,
0: so the next bit of news, Martin. Yeah. So Kevin Owens, the the so the sort of much speculation as about where he was going to go next yeah. has re-signed with, a, with WWE yeah, that was a um, bit of a
1: Freudian slip there
0: that was a yeah. touch yeah, I was, yeah. I, was, I was I'll admit now I was Um, I would have liked to see him I think he would have fit in really well in the company uh, he was doing a bit of teasing with his Mount Rushmore tweets a while back but
1: all right, do you know his contract?
0: I have heard it is very good Bret Hart WCW money
1: It's not only the money thing the money thing is interesting but it also has a no cut policy
0: as in he can't be cut Well that's okay so that's actually brilliant that should set a precedent if you it should absolutely sign should. A, if you sign a contract with someone they should have to have like a like a reason for cutting you like a you know behavioral or you know so I actually really like that. that. I hope that sets a precedent going I hope, forward.
1: I hope so, too. Like, because when I when I heard that, because I was listening to. um, I was listening to one of the YouTube news people and they were saying that Meltzer was talking because I haven't listened to Observer yet. And um, yeah, Meltzer went through the contract and pretty much it's I said, the money is great, but that is a really cool idea. Because here's the thing, WDB could just go oh, we or cutting more people. It's like, all right, well, it needs to be consequences for you just breaking contracts. So like, with you know like like the way it would be with
0: uh, AJ Styles wasn't wasn't the whole uh, part of AJ Styles the reason that he signed with them was that they agreed to take on uh, Gallows and Anderson yeah and uh, so he signed up to this thing and they took on Gallows and Anderson and then they just fired them
1: yeah there needs to be some kind of like or even like a monetary value like 2 or 3 million for like next for the remainder of the contract yeah. or
0: whatever. Oh yeah, we're going to cut you. That's fine, but you have to pay out what was left.
1: Yeah, on my on the contract. Contract. And, and then I think yeah, they'll like, they'll be a bit more less a holy if you know what I mean when it comes to yeah comes to things because like it's it's not cool to do that like I, I, I don't know how I don't know how they get away with that like I genuinely don't but fair play yeah. to for for to that look he knows where his money is he knows what's there he knows he probably hasn't got that long left and he's like I might as well just make serious money here and look. Maybe when that contract up, he might go to AEW.
0: Maybe, well, like I've—I was not a huge follower of PWG or anything like that. But from what I've heard, like early on in his career, uh, Owens or Steen, as he was, really filled out his bump card. Like yeah. he really clocked that thing. Yeah, with um, that a lot of war
1: and stuff like that. Like so, you know. You,
0: you so like, if he's forty now, and he's looking going take it handy in WWE for four or five years and, and taken three, three and a half million every year. You know, at the end of the day, he's, he's a family guy. That's yeah. what he's got to put
1: first. Yeah, I think when you've made a career, of being been in ladder wars. I don't think you want to do more ladder wars. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, no thanks. You know, you...
0: because the one thing about AEW is like, they By all work. accounts, from what we hear is it's a great company, the locker room's really happy, everybody's getting all well. But when you go there, they expect you to work.
1: Yeah, and actually work. Like not see that's again like if Bray shows up, they're like, all right, cool, spooky stuff, but Yeah, go out and go, do sixty minutes with Brian 60... Danielson. Exactly, yeah. It's like they're not gonna fly. Now, some sad news as well. Uh, Jeff Hardy has been cut. Yeah. And we haven't got a chance to talk about that because we haven't obviously done a show in a while. Jeff Hardy, the video is bizarre, man. He he was in this house show. I think it was in Texas. I could be wrong, um, but it was a house show anyway. And he just gets up and leaves. <laughs> and yeah. it's so bizarre. And you're like, all right, boy." Turns out it was substance abuse. So we were like, well, you need to go to it? rehab. Because what I heard of, was yeah.
0: what I'd heard was that the reason they caught him was because he wouldn't go to rehab. Well, this but it. he had told them he didn't need rehab. And yep. Matt Hardy has come out and said that no, Jeff. So I, I I don't know what the I don't like making claims. No, that's I'm fair. No, that's informed.
1: fair. But from from all the sources I have, yeah, which which are the sources that are publicly available. I don't know Jeff Hardy, right? But just Matt. Just Matt. Well, <laughs> long time listeners will know my experiences with Matt. Another thing, it's usually been positive. Not with Gary though. Gary and Matt had some run ins, but. I know I I've talked to my Hardy before he actually is a really nice guy and I know Matt that's so not a bad guy. But I don't know him personally. <laughs> so I'm not gonna message him. But what I will say is from what I've read and what I've heard, Jeff Hardy just got up and left. There was suspect substance abuse as a result of that. Right. And then they said, Look, you need to go to rehab and sort this stuff out. And he said no. Now here's what's interesting, right? He was let go in two thousand and three for the exact same thing and that's how he ended up in impact or tna as it was called at the time and he actually had a pretty good run in impact but
0: he did until he fought sting for the title
1: well this was his first run in tna and then he oh that it, was and he came okay. back and then he had that that was his his run that ended up with uh him being arrested and i actually funny and true story so somewhere in this pile of whatever i ha- treasure trove treasure trove aladdin's uh, what aladdin's cave or whatever i have a poster from a tna show in dublin and it was supposed to have my jeff hardy there this is the infamous show where gary had to go on my hardy and um, <laughs> there was a poster saying due to illness jeff hardy will not be here but he's replaced by the icon sting and i actually said to the bouncer look can i have that poster and he's wow. like yep yeah. so i have it and i got it framed so it is somewhere here But um, that was obviously the same weekend that Jeff Hardy, or sorry, it was a year from Jeff Hardy being arrested, but obviously when you're arrested you can't do international travel for a while. So that's why he wasn't allowed to come over to Ireland. So for me, I'm like oh, this is really unfortunate because it spells it spells that Jeff's in trouble again. But also some rest of the fans are like, oh he's going to come to AEW. I'm like do you really, if he is in trouble, I'm not saying that he is or whatever, but You know, there was some substance abuse reported, so that's all we have to go on. Um, Do you really want that Jeff Hardy in AW? Like, impact Jeff Hardy in AW?
0: No, you don't. And I think it's very irresponsible of people. Jeff is someone I kind of see a wee bit like Danhausen in that I'd 100% bring him in for, like, a one-off Hardy's reunion or a very, very short controlled run but uh yeah I d I don't need to see uh Jeff Hardy is all elites uh no pro uh, poster.
1: Here's one for you. Who's the tag team champions at the moment in AEW?
0: It is the Lucha
1: Bros. So you could have a crossover full metal mayhem match with uh with with those two teams. Not even in not even in AW you have an impact.
0: Yeah well, I mean, something, something like that is kind of... Hap- so, obviously, <clears throat> other big news you never got to talk about is uh, OROH is no more, yes, or at, at no least more. until Don- April when we see what their reform is. Um But uh, on the final show, which I, I have yet to watch, although I have it downloaded, um, yeah, apparently there's a big interaction between the Briscoes and FTR. Oh, so cool. There's, there mm, is there's some point. kind of crossover happening there
1: you know and i th- i do see more of that kind of happening you know with the the forbidden door being open and kind of wedged wedged open now it's fantastic um, and, it's and cool. it
0: works it works for all companies because um if you have some guys who are you know really well known really hot but maybe you don't have them in a the storyline fine instant storyline for you get four weeks out of it easy bring well, uh, someone else in and
1: but like I don't know, I think like with, with Tony and we will kinda of shift gears now going into the, the Christmas stuff, but with Tony Khan, if he wanted to expand his portfolio, buy these smaller companies and use them as separate territories, doesn't even need to tell anybody. Just buy them and then just be like, Great, right, do what you're doing. But we're gonna, you know, have these crossovers. Or even just, you know, work out a deal with them where you're like, okay, we share talent or whatever, or we have yeah. big events once a year or once or twice I, a year. I
0: I prefer that uh to buy in them, I well, what I just don't want to see a w go the go the direction of WWE.
1: See, the main thing about it is, and this is what I'm saying to you, the main thing is creative control would have to be seeded away. So Tony obviously Tony Khan is just not there. He just the money goes to him or whatever, you know, and that's kind kind of like the territory system. It seems like we're trying to get to a stage where it's it's backing up and running, and either that's you know, and thing of it is, I think like if WWE weren't so tight fisted about it, they'd, you would, you would have got this way sooner. But I think now, AEW, um, AEW kind of being the number two, clearly the number two, Impact being a feeder to AEW uh, or its own thing. There's no reason why Ring of Honor can't be like a feeder system to AEW, but where other talent can go. When WWE, again, fire more people. And it's like, it's a, its own thing. But to be fair, I think having Ring of Honor being its own kind of thing, but like closer to AEW than to being, like, say, Impact, that would be cool because then it's a brand which you can watch, kind of like FCW or NXT. It's a brand where you can watch. You can, you know, it's there. It doesn't really interact that much with AEW, but then when it does, you're like, oh, well, and then they can come up and then they have their new stars being made at the do same have, time.
0: Do you have any insight into what exactly is happening in April. So this seemed the, very much like the end of the Ring only, of Honor.
1: Yeah. Like the only insight that I have is that it is pretty much done. We've known for a while that a lot of the the. Contracts are pretty much either furloughed or finished or they're oh, they were
0: all, yeah, released like uh, all
1: released. Yeah. So basically there was no one working for they Ring were sound.
0: they like paid people out for the next,
1: you know, yeah, for yeah. Basically what WDB didn't do, which is yeah. shameful. <laughs> But, um, and that was kind of it And then there was different tributes And all that kind of stuff to the end of it So effectively it's a dead company Now For longtime fans Or fans that aren't familiar with Ring of Honor This is, a, this is The exact situation that WCW is in Or even ECW actually But I don't know what the bankruptcy is Or the books are like, I don't know if they have bankruptcy I don't think they are bankrupt So it's a combination of those two where they're a name. They have a tape library. They have no talent on the books and they have no TV. So one of two things could happen here. They get bought by WWE. Uh,
0: I was literally just thinking. Could happen. Yeah, just for the tape library.
1: And for the branding
0: and for all that
1: kind of stuff, which
0: would W Now, so I'm kind of torn between whether WWE would want them or not, because on the Adam, one hand, you'd have all the classic punk and Danielson matches, but on the other hand, does WWE want people to see all the classic no, punk she, and Danielson no, matches? She, no, she did.
1: This is a <laughs> 10 years ago, you can bet your bottom dollar he would have been right there. Punk, Danielson, uh, Tyler Black, um, you know, literally, during, I think, uh, well, AJ Styles was there for a little bit
0: as well, uh, oh, yeah. you know. You literally uh, goes. never it. a big guy, but like I I've,
1: I've Samo- known like Samoa the Joe. huge names. The, the list goes on and on. We see her all day, right? But yeah, they would have. However, now I think there's a higher possibility that, well, look, there's still a 45% possibility that WWE could go on and buy this. And if it's, if it's low enough, they probably will go on and buy it. Right. But assuming that doesn't happen because WWE do this. They're just like, I oh, will buy this. Right. What could happen then is they could reorganize themselves into a smaller division and I do think it is going to happen a smaller division under uh, either Impact or AEW. Hmm. I do I, 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 do think that's going to happen. But either way depending on whoever signed the checks, they're going to reorganize themselves into a smaller division where it is kind of a fourth brand or fourth uh, company in, in the US. And that's going to happen in April. But do not discount the fact that WWE could just come in and go. We own you. Bye, you know, because they might. It'd
0: be mad if they ended up paying more for a ring of honor than they paid for WCW. Well,
1: it depends, right? Because WCW was bought, I think it was like for like five million. Yeah, it was something it was, ridiculous. It was scandalous it was change. So I don't know what ring of honors value that, but it doesn't have any assets. It doesn't have any talent. All it has is just well, it has, the only assets it has really is the tape library. Um Yeah, I don't, I don't even know that's if basically
0: or... all they bought WCW for.
1: Like the no, WCW had contracts on rings.
0: Oh, it had, but they they didn't have like they didn't have any intention of using them. Like they got rid of most of the WCW guys shortly mm-hmm. after they took them on. And
1: no, I mean like all the props and the rings and everything WCW oh, as well. Okay, yeah. So they actually had like hard assets there.
0: So Ring of Honor doesn't have a ring. I don't know. They might. It's they just... might not. It's just of honor. It's just off honor.
1: <laughs> we had to sell the ring to pay everybody. <laughs> but, hey, look, at least they paid people. In, yeah. In no, ECW, look, they, they didn't. ECW, they super like, sound.
0: there's no money. And the whole, the whole way through the pandemic, they were amazing. They, they were probably the best company during the pandemic. They just shut everything down and they kept everybody paid. Oh, Impact
1: um, were pretty good though as well, to be fair. Did Impact do similar? Oh, well, Impact kept going, but he paid everybody. He didn't let him go. Yeah, well yeah. but look, as I said, I think one of those two situations probably very likely I, I would be shocked if WWE did that, because I think it would just kind of be like twisting the knife because you would never see that. It, well, it, now with the, the network kind of moving towards Peacock, the, it it would kind of build up going, oh, we have this as well. If you want, we try within as a content because content is king in stream
0: wars. So I'll tell you, you know, you know this just occurred to me, so AEW is currently in the process of building up a library to launch a streaming service. Yeah. And wouldn't Tony Khan love to have all the best Punk and Danielson and uh, Samoa Joe matches? And, and this
1: and, is why I'm saying there's 55% that's going to get bought by AEW and done something with it. And if there is that, well, there you go. It makes way more sense to for them to buy it. But um, I, I think the name Ring of Honor is done as far as new content, but that tape library is still... Yeah. It's still a prize to have, but we will keep an eye and we will have a look. But I think April 2022 is going to be an interesting point. But Martin, yes. let's shift gears. Let's shift gears now. So away folks, from
0: this nonsense. We're merry
1: to other nonsense. Uh, <laughs> so I I think ne- what next week it will be like the it, it Christmas Eve when we're recording this, but we'll probably do something beforehand or we might replay this I don't know, we'll figure it out. So this is going to be our Christmas nah, show for we'll the time, being. We'll do something. So let's start with the the not so good. Yeah.
0: So, so your sliding scale was terrible, truly terrible, and hilariously terrible.
1: Yes. Uh, yes. So this was on the truly terrible. This, this is like is... pretty much unforgivable, right? But I want to talk about some of the movies, and I want to mention some of the movies that we didn't talk, so we aren't on this list, right? So believe it or not, so dishonorable a, mentions. So dishonorable mentions, right? Yeah. So believe it or not, there is a jingle all the way too. As in a sequel to Jingle, Jingle All The Way. What? Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Oh Wait, hold on. And it's a wrestler. It's a wrestler. Right, let me guess. Go on. Uh, wait, what year was it made? Uh, I think it's
1: 2008.
0: 2008. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's not like, it's not like The Miz or something, is it? Oh, you're so close. You're so close. Oh.
1: You're so close. All right. So for anyone who doesn't know, Jingle All The Way is a movie from the 90s with uh, Sinbad Simbad. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Phil Harman, who was the voice for, um, for, you know, um, pretty much all the Simpsons characters, all the Simpsons characters, like Troy McClure uh, and stuff like that. Right. Really funny guy. And he is in the movie and it's one of his only like face uh, appearances. Outside yeah, SNL and stuff. Yeah, he's in SNL and stuff. But uh, yeah, look, so everyone, you know, Jingle All the Way is one of those movies that everyone I've seen. You know where he, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has to go buy a, a toy for Anakin Skywalker, uh, the child Annie, and um, yeah, that's basically it, right? But there's a sequel to it, right? And the sequel is about ten years after, and it features, actually, sorry, the first one apparently features the young Big Show. Uh, oh fight. yeah fight he Arnold.
0: does yeah he's. Fighting. oh my god that's right yeah so yeah, i didn't oh, even know i can't that. believe i i can't believe i didn't think of that so yeah
1: he is in it he is and he's in it briefly but this is the time where like the big shows in like random movies like the water boy and stuff like that as well captain insano he's great in the water boy <laughs> it's very good okay so this movie not only has uh so basically, it's Larry the Cable Guy, who isn't a thing over here, but is in the US apparently. And it features not The Miz, Santino Morella.
0: Oh, it what? In Arnold Schwarzenegger's role?
1: Uh, no, uh, Larry the Cable Guy is. Uh, oh, in Larry the Cable Guy. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. So at least if nothing, if if all he got out of wrestling was getting punched by Jim Cornette, at least he got his his Screen Actors Guild card.
1: There you go. The next one uh, does have The Miz in
0: it.
1: Santa's Little Helper features Paige, The Miz and Maurice.
0: I was about to go, Santa's Little Helper, that sounds like a porno. And then you were like featuring Page, and I was like, oh,
1: God. <laughs> what kind of show is this? <laughs> um, and yeah, just kind of, yeah, it, it, it is. It, the the promo image that they use doesn't uh, doesn't help things. This is from Kedia Sportskedia. Um, it's a listicle by Michael McLeod. So if you guys want to follow along, I hope you totally can. Is that Sportskedia? That's the one, yeah.
0: I always pronounce it as sports skida. But That's... yeah, it makes more sense that it would be sports. Kida, yeah. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> sports skida. I was going, what the hell is a skida?
1: <laughs> so here you go. So he, he pulled the insta- inspiration of both from the movie. I can live without the girlfriend, but the car, the car and I are in love. As the Mrs. Carrier is repossessed.
0: Cool. That, yep. that reminds me of that uh, Shania Twain song. Uh, she was, she goes, uh, I can't believe you kiss your cock at night. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. But whatever way she, in her accent, it sounds like she's going, I can't believe you kiss your cock at night. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, I was oh, like, man. how do they play that on the radio? <laughs> Sorry, you're probably going to have to edit that. I'm going to have to edit that out. <laughs> it's okay, it's all right. I won't edit it out for the podcast, just for the radio. Yeah. <laughs> We're um, not scandalize. Phoenix FM.
1: at f- five in the afternoon. So here's another one. Christmas Bounty starring The Miz.
0: Oh, my God.
1: He's in loads of movies, and they're all terrible. They're all terrible.
0: Well, one of the things I was going to point out was um, whenever we get into Santa with muscles, People need to remember that whenever Hogan started referring to himself as Hollywood Hogan, this is what it was. It wasn't major blockbusters that were hugely successful. No, It was it, mostly this kind of crap.
1: Yeah, it wasn't The Rock. Like the, the, This is why nobody <laughs> believed The Rock was going to be successful because his only counterpart was Hulk Hogan. And Hulk Hogan made garbage tear. In fact, Just, I, after watching Santa with Muscles, which has two cameos it has Brutus the Barber Beefcake which again I don't know oh. why he's in everything that Hogan does everything the man just I shows just, for no reason racist <laughs> well because he probably is in real life well
0: yeah okay
1: and, and uh, sorry Brutus but you know the company you keep Hogan's on you know um,
0: still well, by like Hulk Hogan of, it's like that bit of Father Ted is, <laughs> it's like it's the Japanese he's after <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man uh, so yeah look I don't know like I don't know where to start with this one um, with, with Santa well, for Muscles so we're starting with Santa for Muscles so this is at the low <laughs> tier this is like I'm I i you know going to watch Jingle All The Way 2 and come back and be like hey actually we might watch Jingle All The Way 1 or 2 for next week yeah uh, but okay just where do we start with this uh, Maren, well I'll
0: tell you help where me. we start we start with Hulk Hogan's bizarre comb over Yes. Or whatever it is they've done. So he has short hair in the movie, which is already weird. But they've done... It's either a wig or plugs or a comb over or something. But it looks so strange.
1: I don't know. His normal hair looks weird. The little doll hair that he has normally.
0: Yeah, but he's hes had that huge ball patch around his head since he was, I assume, about 12 years old. <laughs> doesn't seem to age. Yeah. No, he he it, seems like he's been... 50 his whole life.
1: (laughs) He does. He does look really old in this movie. And the kind of, yeah, the short hair looks bizarre, but it's not really. It's the the fact that they've filled in everything else. It's very weird. Like, I don't know. I I would assume Santa. But he's supposed to be a fitness, uh, a food fitness guru, right? Mm. But Santa is supposed to have like longer hair, so surely they would have like left it a little bit longer. That would have made some sort of sense.
0: But but also he's Hulk Hogan. He's incredibly recognizable. Like,
1: but he doesn't really look like Hulk Hogan. He looks like um, someone who should be on a list. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a list he don't want to be on, like a bad list.
0: But I tell you, I tell you one thing I did like about this was. Yeah. The, uh, the very beginning of it um, reminded me an awful lot of WWF in the early 90s. So
1: it do, it Yeah, start... it does have a whack of WWF off, yeah, in the 90s,
0: yeah. Well, it starts off with uh, Hogan's hiding in the Bushes and then he jumps out <laughs> <laughs> into, he's outside this like a uh, big mansion and he jumps out and he baits up a chef and then he baits up a gardener and then he baits up a chauffeur driver and it reminded me of like WWF in the early 90s you know where everyone's gimmick was just a job a
1: job yeah like
0: the, yes yeah, the, so it was just yeah it was just Hogan do what he does he's just baiting up the goon and baiting up you know Duke the drumster drozy and baiting up Tom <laughs> the accountant and <laughs> 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 it was just it was just him baiting around a load of gal- lads with uh, part time
1: jobs so here's so here's the plot right Blake Thorne Hulk Hogan is a conceited self-made millionaire who sells wrestling. I mean, body building supplements and equipment that have his picture on them. This Which is was just, risky, because
0: this, this was, was around just, the time of the steroid trial.
1: This is literally just Hogan. Like, this is just him. <laughs> One day, are recklessly playing paintball, he's targeted by the police and is chased to the shopping mall where he hides putting on a Santa costume. Oh, okay, and then he ends up, uh, bangs his head and he has amnesia. Mistaken by Lenny, as a mall Santa, because, okay, Blake begins to think he really is Santa Claus. Meanwhile, the evil scientist tries to take over an orphanage in order to gain access to magical crystals underneath. It's, it's mad.
0: So did, this did, movie starts off like a, like a daft Christmas movie and then about 20, 25 minutes into it, it just loses the run of itself. So, so, the the plot
1: there, so I'm, I'm reading this off Wikipedia and, I was waiting for when the madness comes in to see if they, how they'd handle it. And it's literally as as car crash as it sounds. Like, the first 20 minutes are kind of like, oh, it's like Beverly Hill cops, like a bad version of it. And then it just, they literally have an evil scientist.
0: I actually, so I wound this back because I was sitting watching it and I thought I had some sort of an aneurysm <laughs> because I was watching it. And then it completely changed into a different movie. Suddenly... Yeah even the the filter on the camera was different it's like it they took,
1: yeah it's like they took two movies and just kind yeah. of like
0: so i actually had to stop and rewind it to make sure that there wasn't something i missed i was like did i am i so addicted to my phone that i was like subconsciously looking at it and miss a key piece of dialogue or something no it just cut jumps to this entirely different movie So these
1: magical crystals are underneath and he dispatches henchmen to destroy it, right? Um, Blake, after discovering that being Santa has made him a better person and that the evil scientist wants to destroy the orphanage that he grew up in because of reasons, he saves the children and then opens up, sorry, the orphanage is destroyed and then he opens up his mansion as the new home for orphans.
0: There you go. Well, and i tell you what, I didn't know this. This is actually the acting debut. Of Mila Kunis. Yes, it is. And she had no idea who Hulk Hogan was.
1: Well, all I can say, one of my proudest achievements is that I'm blocked by Hulk Hogan on Twitter. Blocked? Yeah.
0: What did, what did you do?
1: Um, I made a joke about something, you know, about his whole
0: uh, video that he released. He got really upset. <laughs> Do you know, I'm blocked by Jim Cornette. Oh, brilliant. I have never in my life messaged the man, sent a tweet about him, tagged him. and I have—I don't know how, but I've been blocked by Jim Cornette.
1: So Fuzzy played in Ireland recently and I didn't go see them because I'm still upset that I'm blocked by Fuzzy because I gave them a bad review.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know why. Jericho, come on. Like, it was so, fair. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go to see Fozzie because I'd only be going for Jericho and I get the impression that whenever he's in Fozzie mode, he doesn't want to hear about wrestling.
1: He still wears the jacket though.
0: What the, the pin neck or, or the Yeah, no,
1: the lighting up jacket, he still wears it. Oh right, right. He's aware oh, I, did, I didn't I didn't know He that. he's he's aware. He knows what's going on. He he knows why people are there. So alright. So, Martin, Santa with muscles—is it a watch or is it a complete miss? It's a watch. It
0: fly out the window (laughs) into the ocean, and then the ocean be boiled by climate change. Fair. It's it's the only thing is about it that somehow we picked two Christmas movies with wrestlers, and in both movies, somebody fires a bazooka at Santa Claus. I don't know how that has happened. That's.
1: This is a fair point. But then again, they are both... You see, okay. Yeah, it's, I, I, I don't even have anything for that. Yeah, no, it's very it's, weird. Yeah, it's, it's... it's very weird. I don't even have anything for that. i don't
0: know. It's just something I noticed and I, I, it just made me go, yeah, America. <laughs> well, <laughs> everyone well, has se- a bazooka.
1: Well, the second one was Canadian. Oh,
0: is Santa Slayer
1: Canadian? Well, it's Canadian-American. But ah. we're going to say it's Canadian. Okay. Oh, it's damn Canucks. And, it, and and well, and it's uh, it's it's based in Alberta as well. So,
0: oh, there you go. <laughs> Didn't know that. Uh, there's that's my casual racism put in its place.
1: <laughs> so, uh, look, I would say the next one, Santa Slay, is the one to watch. Uh, it's a lot more fun. I we like horror movies, obviously. Um, it's it's far more self-aware than Santa. like you can tell Hogan's like. I'm, a, I'm a you know superstar, and um, Goldberg's like this movie's ridiculous, but I'm having a great time. So, you know, and he goes full in. So I'm going to read the plot as it. And look, the last plot was like four lines. This is actually like a properly detailed plot on Wikipedia. So, right, which is mad because <laughs> it's, it's mad. just a simple film. It's a simple slasher movie, but it does actually have not only the bazooka. It does feature two cameos again. So it's uh, Bill Goldberg. And a uh, tiny Zeus Lister. So Zeus is in this.
0: Yes. He is. I actually have a wee note about his scene, but go on. So um
1: <laughs> sorry, I'm just uh I, I'm reading this article, it's really funny. Right, so what's the best? So this has a lot of things in it. it has um oh sorry, it has a lot of lore in it and like redefining Santa Claus. Right. Uh just to, just to give it a try right? So apparently Santa was the result of a virgin birth produced by Satan. And Christmas was the day Satan, of... Satan, we
0: assume, the man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so basically Santa's the Antichrist, apparently. And Christmas was the day of slaying for Santa until 1005 AD when an angel... Defeated him in a curling match and sentenced him to deliver presents for a thousand years. And that means that in 2005, and this movie was shot in 2005, that Santa can kill again.
0: My ears did briefly prick up the first time I watched it when they were like, oh, yes, and this Archangel defeated uh, Santa in a hurling match. And I was like, what? <laughs> hurling. Is it's he from.
1: Hurling, is, the, uh, is, is the Archangel from Kilkenny?
0: Yeah, it's, uh, there's was like, "Oh, yeah, every everywhere's icy. Curling would make more sense. It'd make
1: more sense."
0: But this, oh look, this
1: movie's mad. So basically, after that setup, it's um, basically Bill Goldberg doing some glory kills until um, basically until what? Real Santa Claus comes back. Yeah, it's is, is that right? And then, so
0: this is bizarre from the start so I mean like a priest shows up at
1: one point with a bazooka as you mentioned and and then it ends with uh, Santa looking over his naughty list and he actually says who's next which I did enjoy
0: <laughs> but, uh, but but even so 30, my jaw hit the floor about 30 seconds into this film and it just remained there for the, for the next oh one good thing about it was the film is 74 minutes long
1: yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's it's actually perfect. Movie Land, like, also has Fran Drescher in it, which is weird. Anytime she's in a movie or anything, she was the nanny.
0: But it has. Here's the thing: it actually has a surprisingly decent cast. Like, it has a real B-list cast of well-known actors, but you might know their names.
1: Because, yeah, no, you know, you know them to see. If yeah, you see them in things.
0: Oh, that's uh, what do you call them? that guy and her face (laughs) but the film so the film starts off with this family sitting around dinner and this is before any murderous Santa Claus shows up and it is already bizarre so there's this weird father giving out about the turkey right and he's giving out to his wife about the turkey while this other guy who I can only assume is related why else would he be there at Christmas dinner is trying to convince his wife that he's not cheating on her while at the same time under the table, he's burying himself into the father's wife. It's mental. <laughs> and then Goldberg shows up and kills them all. It's just, and it only accelerates from there.
1: It it, it has so many weird overtones. It has so many weird scenes. Um, I really enjoyed uh, the book of Claws. Yes. Which is where we get the, crazy origin story in the lore which for me now is
0: canon um do you know do you know what i think part great. of it was Go on. i think 2005 i don't know if you remember that time period ideal was the best time in the world around 2005 random humor was really big you know, people I don't just know. Doing or saying random things and this is uh this it's, Parts of this smacked a lot of like like an SNL type randomness. Well, it's funny you mention it because there's lots of SNL guys on this. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Because it it actually doesn't feel like a full move. It feels like a lot of disjointed skits with yeah. kind of an overarching that's, theme.
1: Yeah, that's true. It does feel like uh like the budget on this. I don't I don't I don't think it was very high. It also didn't do extremely well
0: but <laughs> you can kind of tell when the budget runs out because the film ends just very abruptly
1: it does but the thing about it is um the reviews for it while they were saying it's not great they said it's kind of fun and it is fun it's it, now need to say in the third act it falls apart which is really fair that's when the movie just kind of as you said it ends abruptly it's like okay it's kind of done but, um look I would say if the, if I had to pick to watch one of these for Christmas and I suppose you watch two I'm probably gonna watch them again because it's a lot're not I'm never watching Santa and muscles again but <laughs> I, I will I, will, I will, no no there isn't there isn't dollar amount in the world but I would watch Santa's sleigh again because it is a lot of fun it, it is 100%. one of the movies where you're like you know I like Goldberg not really as a wrestler but I do think he has some value.
0: Well, oh, for me, it was just it was just nice to see Goldberg kill something other than Bret Hart and Bray Wyatt's careers. Yeah, so that was that did was tr-
1: he he did redeem himself there in Saudi Arabia with Bobby Lashley.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. okay, maybe I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been following that closely. No, on, that that
1: that one match <laughs> where, he had, where he totally redeemed himself, which was like a surprise. Was oh, that the one him?
0: where Lashley? Mangled his son afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, right, all right, Yeah, that was a good match. Come on, come on, now. We have I, to get. I, I'm not, I'm not saying fair. it was bad. I just I genuinely don't remember. Nah, I remember that's... the thing with the kid, but that that's it.
1: Uh... <laughs> well, where he was uh, acting worse than David Flair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's harsh. No, you can't it's give true. out to you can't it's... give out to me for not being fair and then invoke David Flair.
1: I, I apologise for not uh, mentioning his name. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, but um, so the film is yeah, it's a totally bizarre mix of different skits, different weird comedy stuff, and then like hyper violence, like the, that's what I real... said. Real, it's, it's
1: like Doom level glory kills where it's like it just <laughs> happens and you're like, oh my god, you just like decapitate that dude. <laughs>
0: it was like, what it, are you looking? with no warning? Like some no. of it's really gruesome. Yeah, uh, and then very very violent <laughs> Santa. Uh, goes to a strip club for a bit and turns into Rapey claws. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's God. very, he's very grabby and, you know, talking about. How, although here's one thing that that confused me about the film. So he walks into the strip club. He's all yeah, real laddish about it. You know, <laughs> Bo- boobs everywhere. He's loving that. A waitress walks past and he slaps her arse. And another one walks past and he grabs her and kisses her. And then he jumps up there's one on a swing and he jumps up and he like buries his face between her legs and swings across the room and then he lands on the stage and then another stripper swings down the pole and some guy comes running at him one of the security guys come running down to tackle him and santa goes to grab the pole to fight him but because the stripper's just been on it, he goes, oh, uh, and then he pulls disinfectant out of nowhere and wipes down the pole. It's like, which is it? Are you a lecherous creep or are you <laughs> like this germaphobic? Maybe he's worried about COVID. Maybe, yeah. But <laughs> then, you know, don't be burying your head into women on swings.
1: This is a fair point, too. I'd say I have to call out a, a pretty unique kill. Um When he goes into the delicinescent and kills your man with the menorah, with the menorah, (laughs) like what is going on? But
0: your man first starts throwing
1: what looked like Like me sweets at him. No, it's me. It's it's a delicinescent. Yeah, I showed him like bits of me at him. But they're like
0: smashing the window, and
1: it's It's just it's it's hard German meat, dude.
0: It's a bizarre film. It's like it's like they sat around and thought let's think of some funny stuff for Santa to do. And then someone comes up with a funny thing for Santa to do. And then they go, okay, how do we weave that into the story lane? And they go, don't, just put it in.
1: No, but it's a much more comprehensive thought because at the end it reveals that Grandpa is actually the angel who beat Santa.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. You know, like, I mean, it has a much more comprehensive plot than... Santa with muscles because that just feels like two movies smashed together. This feels like random skits that have a plot kind of going through it, but it takes you to different places. It's like, do you ever get the night bus home from Dublin? And takes you around yeah. everywhere. And then you're like, okay, I'm home, but you went to like seven different housing estates that you normally don't go to. That's what this movie kind of felt like.
0: There you go. If if ever a blurb should have been on the DVD, <laughs> it's it's like the night bus home from Dublin. <laughs>
1: you'll get there but i will take you to some weird places
0: I think I think my favourite kill was uh, so Santa's out killing all these people and you know murders rampage
1: <laughs> he does murder a lot of people oh so, <laughs> so
0: many so many people <laughs> it's like that scene at the end of American Psycho where he's confessing to his lawyer he's like I guess I killed a lot of people <laughs> uh, but no then out of nowhere for no reason uh, it cuts to a Christmas morning scene with this family and these kids. Santa's nowhere to be found. He hasn't been there. He doesn't show up. And the kids take out their presents and they open their presents and the presents explode. And then there's these two headless children's carcasses just (laughs) spurting blood. And then it just cuts back to the movie and you're like, all right.
1: (laughs) You know what, right? So there's that new uh, Santa Inc. or whatever that's been like torn apart on the internet for like several reasons uh, and i would still think this is more like funny than sans sand Inc. i think this has a bit more to say by saying nothing it's absurdist humor and as i said like it does kind of mention it, it does capture that 2005 feel where it's like these could have been like random skits on the internet where they're like oh sure look we'll make a joke and there's nothing more to it than it's Santa going and killing people and it's kind of funny, but also gloriously grotesque at the same time. <laughs> like, and this is very the, dark. The it's not, it's not the, dark uh, though, but certain points are quite dark. Like that kid scene, yeah, it's pretty dark. All right. Well, but, I think um, it's more
0: gruesome than dark. Fair. OK, I'll give you that. Um, I'll give you that. But I think what, what I loved about it was that the lore you talked about where it explains why Santa is this way doesn't happen until like halfway through the movie, so you I, get I all that, these though. Murders, just that you're just for no reason. Santa's just doing this, it's I, I, with no I, explanation. I like it's, it's... I, I like that more though. Oh, yeah, it was like, like this is, I, I'd happily watch this again. Happily.
1: So, another one is uh, Fran Drescher from the nanny gets drowned in eggnog oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> and, oh, no. he,
1: and he uses a ninja star <laughs> to kill someone from a Christmas tree.
0: Brilliant. Uh, one of the best bits in the movie is, you mentioned Zeus is in it, Uh, tiny Lister. Um, oh, this isn't some. This is like a, a particularly gruesome bit around. It's just some terrific acting. Uh, or maybe it's not even the fault of the acting. Maybe it's just the way they cut it. But, so the, the kid runs into the shop and he goes, oh, I'll have some chewing gum. And he goes, oh, we only have one kind of chewing gum. And then there's some joke about the chewing gum. It's like called, I don't know chewing bum or something it's just some terrible for no reason joke but anyway he goes how much is that and tiny lister tiny lister is a cashier he he says oh it's 250 and he gives him five dollars and then he overhears a thing about santa and he goes oh man i gotta go and then tiny lister stood there and goes wait you forgot your change and the dude stood there he's whatever way they've cut it he's still there and then it cuts to him running off. It's just bizarre. So the dude runs off, and then Tiny Lister looks at the change and he's like, Oh yeah, man. Merry Christmas. Like, but it's like 250.
1: Doesn't he set someone on fire randomly at some point as well?
0: Oh, and it's a really gruesome one. Yeah, he he sets a woman on fire. <laughs> And then she's running around, screaming on fire. And then they've gotten like prosthetics where she has this half burned body. Oh, man. And then he. uh, Yeah, then he finishes her off. I don't know, he stabs her. It's mental. Uh, You know,
1: again, doom level uh, glory kills. Like he's having a great time with this. Mm. So I would say, look, you know, Black Christmas was a good slasher movie as well, which Actually, if you haven't seen it, the old one's pretty good. I haven't seen the new one. It came out a couple of years ago because it came out during Covid. Um, but Black Christmas is pretty, is pretty good, actually. And it's kind of like a similar thing, but just some dude dressed as Santa killing people. This is actually supposed to be Santa. The Santa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it does kind of have a, a bit more uh, nuance to it in that sense. but And, and
0: it does yeah. have like just the deus ex machina of all ASX machina and like this dude just happens to have a bazooka and he's like oh hey remember you got me a bazooka for Christmas this is like all right what why not like sure
1: where does one get a bazooka for
0: Christmas?
1: In Alberta,
0: uh, apparently. <laughs> you got big moose over there. You gotta they, you gotta take do. the you gotta because... kill and cook the moose in one shot.
1: Well, I suppose it, t- it saves time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah look this gets a hard recommendation for me um you know if you're sick of normal christmas movies and you want to watch something that's a bit more entered well a bit more uh unique um i would say watch santa slay it's it's not long it really isn't um it's it flies by and it's so weird that you're like you know what you do watch this at christmas eve have a couple of beers and then go to mass
0: yeah there you go that's good <laughs> There's a good game in there, like see see how many beers you can get in, in the time it takes to watch. So it's, you know, it's like it's like a rampage, it's like even if you don't like it, it's going to be over pretty quickly. So
1: yeah, exactly. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a good time, you know. Um, but look, as I said, next week uh, we're, we might continue this. We will probably will. Actually, we are going to continue. this. We're going to watch Jingle all the way one and two um, because. We have to now at this point. Uh, and I, I want to watch Jingle All The Way 1. I haven't seen it in a while. Um,
0: I, I, I remember it. I think it's another hilariously bad one. I think I enjoyed it. Yeah, well, I, I think
1: either way, we'll, we'll watch it and we'll compare it with uh, with the new Because think of it is, we know big shows in it, so we can still get away with it. Uh, it's fine. But, um, yeah, don't watch Santa with Muscles. And in fact, watch anything else but Santa with Muscles.
0: Yeah. Watch Hogan's sex tape before you watch Santa with Muscles.
1: I'm not going to add to that as (laughs) a (laughs) recommendation. But anyway, folks, again, uh, for the new listeners on Phoenix 92.5 FM on Nerd to No Basis, thank you so much for joining us. Again, uh, we'll be back next week with a a more Christmassy goodness um, because it is the season. But here on this show, as I said, next week we're going to be talking about Jingle All The Way 1 and 2, covering some of the news that's coming up as well. Martin, but it is coming to the end of the the year, so we're going to do our year-end uh, end of year Ooh. show very, very soon. So I need to talk to James cool. Truepenny about our, uh, year end show and best of and whatever. So, um, is there anything you want to plug before we, uh, we get out of here?
0: Yeah. So it turns out that there's a shop not far from where I live that sells Opal Fruits, not Starburst, Opal Fruits. And, um, yeah, my girlfriend doesn't believe it, but I absolutely insist that there is a difference in taste and they are nicer. And I so, just want all the people to know that I'm right and she's wrong. So are they
1: made recently or was like a case from the ni- 90s just I think found? It's like
0: a, but I hope it's like a, a bring bring back retro type thing. I, hope I it's would be concerned. An unsold case. <laughs> <Some lad laughs> selling a case from the 90s. I hope it's not an unsold case that I, I could have bought with Punt.
1: Yeah, no, I, I would be, I would check the day on that, buddy, just to be sure. Well, maybe tell that's you what, what you're tasting.
0: You're t- <laughs> they've aged like a fine wine.
1: Oh man. There is a difference. The strawberry is very different. That's the one that, that that you can taste. They've ruined it, whatever it is.
0: Oh the no, even the green is just oh it swishes all around your mouth and ah, uh, stop your... here.
1: <laughs> I think it's the chemicals.
0: Probably. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the it's e flavors like that
1: were in everything in the nineties? <laughs> it's that? not
0: like they're packed full of fruit.
1: Oh man, no, what was it? It was the e-favor, the e-numbers. Remember, there's stuff you could buy, and just e's, e1275699, 9, 9, and it's just the whole thing. And you're like, pretty sure all of that is dangerous, but you didn't think about it as a five-year-old. You're yeah. like, someone eat all this, great. No, um, but I
0: do remember later on in uni, I loved e's. <laughs> also,
1: I'm going to need to cut out a show at like five o'clock. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyway, folks, again, if you're only checking us out on Phoenix 92.5 FM, what are you doing? Go over to media.com get all the shows. It's all there for free. We don't have a paywall um, and the Two Penny channel as well. Uh, tons of content over there. And, you know, it, it, it's a Patreon time of year as well. So do give to them, support them so they can keep their shows free because um, they cover a lot of real wrestling. We just have good times here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah again guys um thank you so much for joining us and we'll be back next week here on the Wrestling Rewind animation. Are you a nerd? Do you like hearing about a bizarre range of topics from the world of nerd? Does your heart and hairstyle still belong in the nostalgic 90s? Are you a sucker for spooky weirdo things? Well, whether you're a hardcore nerd or a vanilla ice ice baby, Straight Outta Canto is the podcast radio show for you. Straight Outta Canto. That's K-A-N-T-O. Ireland's
0: number one show for nerd culture, nightmares, nostalgia, and more. Straight Outta Canto. Join us at nerd 2 Media.